From Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. One day Jesus was standing beside Lake Galilee. Many people were pressing all around him. They wanted to hear the word of God. Jesus saw two boats at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Jesus got into one of the boats, the one which belonged to Simon. Jesus asked Simon to push off a little from the land. Then Jesus sat down in the boat and continued to teach the people on the shore. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Take the boat into deep water. If you will put your nets in the water, you will catch some fish. Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night trying to catch fish, but we caught nothing. But you say to put the nets in the water, so I will. The fishermen did as Jesus told them, and they caught so many fish that the nets began to break. They called to their friends in the other boat to come and help them. The friends came, and both boats were filled so full that they were almost sinking. The fishermen were all amazed at the many fish they caught. When Simon Peter saw what had happened, he bowed down before Jesus and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were amazed too. James and John were Simon's partners. Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will be fishermen of men. When the men brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise you, O Christ. Christ. You may be seated. I don't know what it is about this time of year, but as February quickly passes by, I often find myself feeling exhausted. Maybe it's the weather with clouds or cold, snow or rain. Maybe it's the feeling of relief now that Christmas and the annual meeting have finished. Maybe it's just having a toddler at home who regularly likes to wake up in the middle of the night for giggles and cuddles and anything but sleep. Maybe it's all those upcoming to-dos, knowing that Lent is less than a month away already. Maybe it's just a feeling of tiredness after a long day, or even the accomplished exhaustion after a good day of being productive. I think about even just this last week, even just yesterday, I got here at 10 o'clock because I was thinking maybe I would be the one to shovel the sidewalks for small seeds. Lo and behold, Bob Baldwin may be wrong about that because he just happened to miraculously appear with shovels and a phone call to Rick, and the lot was cleared long before our kids showed up. But I got work on all of our stuff for worship this week and potentially the video, and I got home last night, and I sat down, and I said, that was a good day, but man, am I tired. <laughs> I wonder about the fishermen that Jesus calls in our reading today. They're exhausted after a long night out on the water, and their long night wasn't productive or good by any means. They tell Jesus that they worked hard trying to catch fish, and they had caught nothing. But Jesus calls to them, calls them into their boats, and then tells them to cast their nets anyway. And when they do, their nets are filled with so many fish that the netting is starting to tear. They call to some friends in another boat even, and both the boats are so full of fish that they're almost sinking. Talk about a good day, a productive catch. 
The disciples, or future disciples at this point, they knew, they knew before this that there was no fish in that water. They had cleared it. They knew what was left. But they listened to Jesus anyway, even with their doubts, and Jesus changes everything. All the fishermen were amazed at the bounty. Simon Peter, who had actually met Jesus when Jesus came to heal his mother-in-law a few chapters earlier, which is probably why he lets this stranger into his boat, and also probably why he knows that Jesus is not actually a fisherman. So how does he know what's going to happen when they throw those nets back in? Simon is impressed in a way that he wasn't at his mother-in-law's healing. He knows that Jesus, he calls him master and teacher, but it's this point that he's amazed. He's amazed by Jesus' power over creation, over the water and the fish. It brings Simon to his knees. I wonder if it's because this is something that Simon Peter understands fully. He's a fisherman. This is his life, his trade, his everything. He is so knowledgeable about this, he fully understands exactly what it is that Jesus has just done, and he is so completely wrong in his doubts beforehand that he bows down and says, Jesus, go away from me. I am a sinful man. He didn't respond like that the first time he met Jesus, but this is something new for Simon. Maybe it's his exhaustion after a long night the relief he feels after finally being productive, or maybe it's just the awesomeness of what has just happened. But with all of Simon's emotions, all of himself, comes these words to Jesus, go away from me. Maybe he is afraid of what this means, that this Jesus can heal and teach and also do something so powerful that Simon actually gets for once. He says, I am a sinful man. Because Simon knows himself. He knows the language he probably uses while he's out on the boat being a fisherman. They're not known for the most genteel speech. Simon knows all of his doubts and all of his failures. He knows that he is not quite what he wants to be, and he feels unworthy in the face of Jesus' divine power. He feels bad trying to convince Jesus that they really don't need to put their freshly clean nets back in the water. Simon has all of these emotions, all of this knowledge of himself, and so many of us know and recognize our own sinful and broken selves. We know that there's always work to be done. Many of us feel unworthy, many of us feel exhausted or doubtful, but Jesus doesn't care. Jesus doesn't immediately tell Simon Peter he's forgiven or that he is worthy or anything that we usually expect after a confession like this. Jesus just says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of your exhaustion, of your brokenness, of anything. And Jesus says, from now on, you will be a fisherman for men. From now on, you will fish for people. From now on, you are with me. Jesus sees Simon, sees all of the emotions, all of the brokenness, all of who Simon is, and says, don't be afraid. We'll work with what we've got. You're a fisherman? Let's use your skills, your talents, your experiences, and let's use them for God's kingdom. Author and theologian Frederick Buchner says, your vocation in life is where your greatest passion meets your, the world's greatest needs. 
Vocation, a word we use sometimes in the church world, simply means your calling, your mission. For some people, that vocation is in ministry, like pastors, deacons, or worship leaders. For others, it's in work, like teachers, doctors, nurses, engineers, veterans, whatever your career might be or might have been. For many people, vocation is a calling in volunteering, in hobbies, in caring for others. Maybe it's artwork, maybe it's advocacy. There are so many different ways our time can be spent fulfilling this call. Often our roles in our family and friendship relationships are vocational for us. Whether it be in parenting, grandparenting, loving nieces and nephews or siblings, caring for those close to us, our vocations can change, they can grow, and we can have multiple. You're not just set with one. Vocation is just a churchy way to talk about who we are, how we present ourselves to the world, how we interact with the world around us, and our callings to be part of God's kingdom, who we see ourselves to be and who God sees us to be. Simon sees himself as a sinful fisherman, and Jesus says, okay. Jesus sees Simon's identity, his vocation, and sees a great need in the world. For Simon Peter to be that stumbling disciple who often misses the mark throughout his ministry and throughout his time with Jesus especially, as an example to all of us that Jesus doesn't call perfect people, we need Simon, and we're grateful for him in all of his mistakes. For Simon to bring himself to his teaching and healing of others, the fisherman who was changed and brought somewhere new, for Simon to fish for people, even if Simon doesn't quite know what that means yet. Sometimes our vocations maybe don't really feel like callings. Maybe we feel tired or exhausted from long days and long nights, and we're not sure where to go from here. Maybe we're afraid that the work we're doing is for naught, that the world's great need is just too great, and as one person or even multiple people together, we don't know what impact we can make. Jesus knows our exhaustions, our doubts, our own brokenness, and our own worries over failure, and Jesus says, don't be afraid. Jesus takes all of our fear, all of our doubt, all of our exhaustion to the cross. He rises from the dead to tell us, don't be afraid, we'll work with what we've got. So that when we find ourselves unsure of what to do or tired, Jesus can give us the guidance, give us the strength to find where our passion and the world's needs meet. So that we can go out into the world sharing the good news, sharing the abundant grace that breaks nets and sinks boats, it's so full. So that we too can go into our communities, into our relationships, into our callings as people of God, unafraid and ready for whatever the next catch might be. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.